Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy Ann Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. I can see it. Okay, welcome back to Chat Your Own. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. Hi, how you doing? How's it going? Yeah, what happened? Wait, what was the face? You made a face. Oh, I got a weird what? delay. When da, 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 da. Hey. Oh. My, my hello was drawn out weirdly. That was, uh, can you hear me fine? Is everything fine now? I can hear you. It was me. Oh, it was you. Okay. Okay. I heard nothing like that for making, a second. I thought maybe there was like a ghost behind me in my screen and you were like, <laughs> and that's how you found out was the face that I'm making. I don't say anything to warn you. Hey, Candy, there's a ghost. I just make a terrified face and assume that you will feel that presence behind you. Right. It's like the, it's like the Jurassic Park jello jiggle. Mm. It's the, it's the fear jiggle. Uh, If you had to choose between the ghost and the T-Rex, I mean, what do you choose? Depends. How fit am I? Do I have to run? I mean, it's right now. It's today. Oh, it's right now today. Because maybe I could talk to the ghost. Dinosaur, I'm not. I mean, if if it was a T-Rex, no. If it was like, I don't know, maybe like a Brontosaurus, that might be different. We could maybe, maybe we would just share a salad. Mm. And if we had professional editing, that would be where we would cut and our special music would start up. And it would be like, Josh, around. How you doing? You know, I'm still hilarious because you said ghost and then the light behind you went on, but I'm pretty sure it's just the like auto triggered light. But the ghost was there. This is saying. I didn't even notice it. So see. Yeah. So no, no, I'm fine now. Not nervous. Dude, I don't know. We're in a heat wave. It's hot. It's hot. We're lethargic. Um, we're yeah. not quite having the the freedom and, and excitement that one would hope. Post-holiday slump. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is a little bit of a... Everything's like heavy. It's like walking in goo. Yeah, dude, it is. <laughs> it is hot here, which is weird because it rained for 25 minutes yesterday. Right. We had like a serious drizzle situation. I'm shocked. Shocked yeah. to see it. And then it was yeah. 97 degrees at the end of the day. And then it was just steamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then yeah. the weather has been bizarre. It has been bizarre. No more bizarre than anything else, though. <laughs> yes. uh-huh, uh-huh. Remember That's... when we were like, woo, 2021, return to normality? That was a fucking lie. Right. However, that was a fucking line. Somehow we're more than halfway through the year. Right. So I think the space time right. continuum has just continued to tear. It's actually last fall. Yeah. <laughs> but we're looking at we're looking at next Tuesday. I'm excited, goddamn sense. Yeah, that's that's how that's how I am. That's how I am right there. Right, right. So the uh the happy holy shit it's summer miss of what I wrote down there. That note is really how we both feel. It is, yeah. I'm, I cannot believe that we're July is halfway through. I cannot believe how freaking hot it is. And truthfully, though, the heat bothers me. I mean, I'm, you know, affected by it. But uh, I also feel, yeah, that time is passing so quickly. Like, it's just going to be a, an irritating memory in five seconds anyway. So 
Sorry. Like, yeah, I'm listless. It's basically already yeah. September. And then it, yeah. it's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? Already New Year's. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we have been, uh, we are talking about advice today. Uh, how uh, I, I, we've been seeing a lot of things like the bikini body situation. Uh, let's not judge people when you step out after this long time of being inside um and uh i recently i listened to uh wear sunscreen recently is that how this came up i think that was that's, a couple that's months, how like, that's how it, came it up. held up yeah yes yeah. it's good advice it's good advice it, it is good advice but that yeah, idea so, all bodies are bikini bodies I think right we just need to right Stop, ju- stop judging people. Stop giving people advice. What the, the thing that is crossing my eyeballs is, you know, we, we do very often uh, conflate comments on weight that are seemingly um, nice with things being good. And that's not necessarily the case. Am I using the word, that word correctly? Um, good or com- comments? Can, can, can conflate. Conflate. Did I conflate correctly. We said conflate. Can, can yeah, I think I think so. Correctly. Yeah. Um, so the uh, you know the first thing we say to each other don't don't be it giving someone either advice on how they look or judging how they look or criticizing how they look because that shouldn't be the first thing we see with each other. And that made me think about advice. I feel like the the it's so good to see you, and then we stop talking, and then that's, it. <laughs> that's, that's a great start. You made it all the way through. How wonderful to see you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about that, like because you know we're gonna get this big wave of like fix your post COVID body stuff and like one hundred percent, yeah. And I keep saying this out loud in in a way that I'm eventually going to believe about myself is my body got me through the pandemic. My body protected me. My body kept me safe. My body sustained myself, my family, my kid. My body has done all the right things and I should be kind to it and appreciate it and, and slather appreciate. it in sunscreen. In sunscreen. So actually really the takeaway here is you guys, it's fucking hot outside and the earth is on fire. So we, we can't disappear into space. So let's just put on some sunscreen. Um, mm-hmm. That's part of our advice. So we are just talking about advice today. We're talking about um, the kinds you get, the kind you give when it's good, when it's bad, that will maybe um, help us all re-socialize a little bit as we start talking to people that we maybe have only talked to digitally um, mm. for a very, very long time or uh, just simply have not interacted with in, well, I'm just going to say eons at this point. <laughs> eons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least in uh-huh. epoch, epoch, epoch. Right. Time. Right. Long, long time. time, long time science. Um, and the best part about this is we are actually uh, the lock in the F down check in has come to an end because well, we are still being, uh, being safe and, uh, yeah, let's just say safe. Um, we are no longer locking the F down, which means our secret question is back. So whoop, here's whoop. the, uh, secret question for noodle. Are you ready? I am ready. What is the most recent unwanted advice you received? Hmm. Well, uh, somebody gave me some not good advice about how I should be feeding and raising my child. Um, 
some which I did not have any interest in. <laughs> and also terrible advice about uh, job improvement, which came from a perspective that was not rooted in my perspe- in my lived experience as a woman. So that was great. Was that all this week? It's only Wednesday. (laughs) Recently enough. Okay. uh, okay. Recently enough over, I would say over the last month and a half, those are two pretty solid pieces of terrible advice. Uh, I, I, I just tried to be gracious. Okay. Okay. Similar to how I handled uninteresting wedding advice. I said things like, huh interesting and then moved on in the conversation i used to say i'll think about that but that's a fucking lie i'm not gonna think about your bad advice i'm I'm just gonna keep going i'm just gonna move on from that Hmm. interesting data received yeah thank you very much (laughs) deleted as well <laughs> they received and right into the trash. Just I just actually heard that noise, that crinkle noise in my brain. I love that noise. It's gone. I love that noise too. Oh my goodness! Did you notice? Total sidebar. Maybe not. You don't use an Apple computer, right? Mm-hmm. There was an update recently that changed the sound it makes when you Ooh. empty the trash, and I am mad about it. I am mad about it. Instead of the like. Instead of the like crinkly paper sound it used to make, now it makes like a metal lid sound. How is that an upgrade? No, especially that because we no don't sense. have paper anymore. We don't get that satisfying crinkle. Why? Why would you take right. away tactile feeling? It feels good. That's the thing. It feels mm. good. I I should write a letter. Anywho, um, sternly worded. Uh, yeah, sternly worded. Listen, sons of bitches <laughs> at Apple. We definitely fucked it up with your removal of the crinkle, and the whole time I'll just crinkle paper in the. I'll make it. I'll make it a video. Anywho, noodle. What you reading, noodle? So, I'm going to talk about two books. Um, the Phantom Tollbooth, which I have just reread. I literally read over the last two days, and I feel so good about having read it, and it is taking up space in my brain. So it's the Phantom Tollbooth by Norton Juster. It is. Very famous. It is a, it's not a YA book. It's like an early chapter-ish books. It's that kind of in between for like a 10-ish year old. Okay. But it is very clearly an adult book that is pretending to be a children's book. So you think about the parents who are reading it to their children. It is full okay. of wordplay. It is full of very visceral feelings and, uh, and like concepts that have been distilled into the words that describe them. So there's a portion, it's about a little boy who is bored and depressed and he is clearly has too much money. Parents spoil him and so on. And he has a little car and he, he receives this package that's a toll booth and he goes on a journey in his little car and he has adventures. And it talks about things like driving through the doldrums and how the weight of that feels on what changes in your body and the characters that he that he interacts with and like and their activities jumping to con to conclusions and like the character jumps across the things and ends up on the island of misfit whatever's and like it's just it's brilliant it's smart it's funny it's interesting there's so many puns 
Um, it's a battle between words and numbers and how they interact and the loss of the, the beautiful princesses rhyme and reason and how everybody's gone oh. nuts as a result. And it's lovely. And it, it has like just tickled all the little funny wordplay bits of my brain. So I, I sent a text earlier talking about affect versus effect and which only makes sense if you've just read this book and it's like doing funny things in your brain. Uh, and it's glorious. It, it's beautifully written. The illustrations are weird and wonderful. They feel very Quentin Blake. The illustrations, I don't actually know if that, I'm sure he's not the illustrator because his stuff is a little bit more angular, but it has that, you know, that pencil drawn feeling to it. And I really mm. recommend it. You know, it's like 200 pages, but it reads like it's 50. Uh, and it's a journey, an adventure, and just like a very emotional. It's a very emotional book uh, in terms of like naming your emotions, not necessarily that you feel the emotions, but that you recognize them. And I loved it. The second book, I'm not actually going to name the second book. I did not finish this book. I read about 75 pages of it and it was too sad. It was so sad. I could not stop crying. I could not bring myself to pick the book back up. And that never happens. I am always a like, tough it out, read the book, blah, blah. And it was for my book club and I texted them and I was like, I'm very sorry. I cannot, I cannot engage in this book any further. And they're like, what? I was like, it's just too sad. And everything is sad right now. And I don't need to also read something sad. Uh, so I thought that took extreme courage on my part to say no. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's force of willpower because I just couldn't do it. Couldn't pick it back up. Couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that idea of, oh, I'm disappointing everybody. You know, you have an obligation. You've said you're going to do this. I put my, in, in the same way that we talked about saying no as self-care earlier. Right. This was a no as self-care because I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it being too sad. My goodness. I mean, it had, had to be very intense. Oh, it was terrible. Like it, was about, it, was, it was little children, little children dying, little children suffering. And I was like, I can't fucking deal with it. I'd rather like to snuggle with my vibrant child and not read this depressing thing. My goodness. Yeah. Um, well, it looks like there is uh, some, I'm looking at the Phantom Tollbooth art and that is really, really cute. Um, and, and it looks like there's a 1970 cartoon. I have not seen that. And like readings, but yeah, I think by, by interesting people and some like maybe even stage stuff. So I bet that's fucking great. And we should watch. Yeah. It, it, it looks like it's Disney, uh, at least the, the 1970 cartoon, because I think that's, is that one of, oh, maybe not. It looks like it's one of the three, um, the fairy godmothers from Cinderella or the, the fairy godmother from Cinderella. It looks like her, but it, it's possible. Not actually her. We should definitely watch Anywho, that. Talk about it, look, that. it looks super, super cute. And I yeah, that. but like, it, it's glorious. It's a super, super fun book. I loved it. Mm, very nice. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, I think we should just maybe type in with some IG. So it, ew, I said IG, some Instagram responses. Eggs with some egg responses. We asked a few questions about uh, advice. Um. I'm, I want to start with the poll. We did yes. a poll 
which was, would you rather give advice or get it? And 67% of you said give. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. And do you, do you think, yeah. Do you think that's because of the advice being paired with criticism? Yes. Cause you can give advice and feel as though you're encouraging someone and you feel good that either somebody has asked you for advice. And so you feel as though, Oh, I'm a trusted source. Look at me. I'm mentoring somebody. Or you can feel smug about your advice. Mm, I've been there. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you don't feel criticized when you're giving advice ever. Totally. Right. You there's, can feel ignored. No... Yeah. But, yeah. but then you can just be like, well, I told you my best advice. And like, you're an idiot for not taking it. And like, that's on you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Uh, we also asked, um, uh, what do you do? How do you handle unwanted advice? How do you deal with that and the one of the responses is ignore and complain to a friend which seems like a very good advice (laughs) right like that in itself if you are giving someone's advice ignore it complain to a friend just yeah let it go in and send it out right back into the universe that seems like the right thing to do how uh, how do you how do you handle um I handle unwanted advice probably by making a face that I have mm-hmm. only so much control over <laughs> situation. Um, and, uh, you know, I probably overthink it. I don't know that I, I I'm able to just ignore it. Um, luckily in the past year and a half, I haven't interacted with a ton of people. So there haven't been a, a hell of a lot of opportunities <laughs> for me to be like, what? You know, plus you've had a mask on, which hides your what the fuck face, right? Like, totally. If it's daytime, you can't see nothing. I got sunglasses mm-hmm. on. I got a whole situation. Yeah. So people yeah, are safer true. from your face. I I think about it. Like I, I mean, I don't like forget I have a face, but I forget that other people can see my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you handle unwanted advice? Oh, with, with that same, with, hmm. with what you just asked, interesting. Your doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. No. Yeah. Cause I'll I mean, think about it. Yeah. It, it is your, that's kind of the first thing that always comes into my head anyway. Sure. Well, maybe. Hmm. Well, maybe. I had not. We'll see. That. Yeah. Right. I had not considered that's a good one. That's I had really not considered that because that's fucking stupid. I might add that. I'm going to put that. I'm going to leave with a whole bunch of stuff for my repertoire. <laughs> That'll be fine. Strong recommend. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then when is it appropriate to give advice? This is a good one. This is a good. Uh, yeah. Um, we did get a response of it's appropriate when asked, mm-hmm. you know, or given permission, but not appropriate. Otherwise, there's really no other. I think, situation. I think there are some times where you can say to somebody, I would like to give you advice. Like, are you, are you in a position where you'd like to hear it? Um, right. And that is something that I experience at work in terms of giving advice, because there are a lot of people at my company who are new in role and younger in their career. Um, and I, I spent like almost exclusively women. Um, there are, there are a few men that I will have this relationship with, but for the most part, it is young women who have just come to work for the company. And the advice is almost always don't apologize. 
or stop apologizing and right. or don't lead with an apology. Right. Don't leave with the, you know, like you are yeah. here for a reason you were hired for your skill set, and please claim the space. If somebody is talking too fast, ask them, a, ask the question. Don't let them continue to talk over you because especially when you're new, this is your moment to ask the question take advantage of your newness for as long as possible. Like, don't fake it. Don't pretend that you know what you're doing in this sort of, like, there's a lot of times where you want to fake it. This is not one of them because it will set you up for failure going forward. Right. There, um, there are a lot of situations where where faking it is appropriate, but yeah, not, not yeah. one, not one where you're actively supposed to be learning. Yeah. Um, remember that they're, you know, if they're training you on something, they're, valuing the fact that you are going to actually learn it, make sure you understand it before you are implementing it yourself. So ask the question. Um, Totally ask the question. Always ask the question, no matter what the situation is. Yeah. And I always, the, the thing that I say repeatedly is how you act now in the beginning, it sets the precedent for what that relationship looks like in the future. So establish the relationship that you want to be having. You know, if, if the communication is shitty at the beginning, it's not going to suddenly improve unless you say, here's how I like to communicate. What, how, where can we find somewhere in the middle? Like what's our common ground? What's your, how can we match ourselves? Like those sort of things, that idea of set yourself up for success in the beginning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that is, you know, I was, I had a question was um, what advice do you wish you knew to ask for? And that kind of, falls into that same yeah. category because it is it is true we so um tend to put value on people just being able to do something mm-hmm. and and do it quickly and do it and even that idea of you know the situations where you say you you know how to do something even if you don't um you know, very very big in the performance world you don't know how to ride a bike or ride a horse so you do figure it out um, write it down as a yes. Even that is just like, uh, tired, tired. You're going to get hurt. Very soon. Yeah. Like in that specifically number one, let's not get ourselves thrown off an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, riding a, a motorcycle when you can't. Um, but yeah, in general, we, we need to be better with saying, uh, creating environments for everybody in the kind of every situation where, there's value in saying, no, I don't know how to do that specifically, but I can do this, which is similar. And I know I can learn that. I would like to yep. teach it to me. Yeah. Um, it's just another way of opening up communication in general. Yep. That's, yeah. that's, the, that is advice that. that I gave recently to somebody about, mm-hmm. to, you know, owning their space and feeling confident in their role. But the idea that we, we, the company hired you. So act like you belong here by right, right. Claiming, claiming the space that has been created for you. Do not get yourself, don't let yourself be steamrolled. Yeah. Cause it, and it happens fast. That, mm-hmm. That's good advice to give very early. Yeah. <laughs> very, very early. Um, I also was wondering, I had a, a couple of random ones um, and I'm going to pose this one to you if that's okay, Nudo. Um What, uh, what advice would you give to yourself at a specific age? I'm going to go 18 and then 25. 
I mean, can I can I just say don't date boys named Andrew? Like, can I just yes, you can. But that's, that's that's number one advice. That's the advice yeah, I always say: yeah. do not date that guy who stole all your money. Like, stay away from him. <laughs> um, Things that you don't want to do. Yeah, I, you know it's funny because wear sunscreen at eighteen. I wish I had been wearing sunscreen 100%. this whole time. Yeah. Uh, develop a better relationship with being more physical. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Take up fucking running. It's better for your knees, your heart, your lungs. You know, quit. I mean, quit smoking would have been good advice. Um, but it, it, the advice that I give is is advice that I wish I had given to my space to myself. You know, like mm, own the space. Yeah, that's that a good in. point. Right, own the space right. that you're in. And you know, like, don't give a shit about what other people think about you. Who fucking cares? Yeah, that's kind of blanket. Yeah. People in high school, like you don't you don't know them long term. Who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. I mean there's like five people that I know long term, but like But even like also like five minutes ago, like it yeah. doesn't matter if that you know, you have someone's voice in your head telling you that that shirt is too tight on your boobs or whatever. Like don't mm-hmm. don't let that shit creep into your brain space. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and at, my advice for myself at 25 probably would have been like, maybe make better money decisions. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a yep. good one. Uh, yeah, make better money decisions at 25. God, you know, I think I would give that to my 18-year-old self as well. I would. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't open the credit card they send you when you, mm. you know, mm-hmm. start rolling and shit and, and things are in your name and suddenly... You want this $500 gas card? I do, actually. I do. You know what? I tell you, I'm on the road a lot. Yeah. I need cigarettes sometimes. We'll save it just for when I don't have cash. Yeah. Get myself a soda. <laughs> you don't need it. Yep. Oh, my God. You really, really don't. You're not expected. You shouldn't be expected at 18 to make, like, grown-up money. Oh, it, it's so gross. However, just, just yeah. remember that things build up. Faster than they can be torn down. The opposite, make more oh, than the yeah. minimum payment. Right. Make more than the minimum payment. Yeah. yeah. That would have been good advice. Yeah. 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 Although I should, you know, should have, shouldn't have had the account to begin with. Yeah. Candace. You know? Candace. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I recently have like triple named myself a few times. Like the whole thing? The whole thing. Out of control. What were you doing? I don't, it was, I don't know, but it was bad. <laughs> it was like pretty, uh, pretty high up there. And uh, Candace, it was, it was serious. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Don't talk to yourself. How's that for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How does that go? Um, I have another one for you, Noodle. One that I think is important and one that I always kind of want to give. Like, I imagine if you're a hiker that, like, kind of like, oh, man, I hope someone asks me about, like, what shoes I need for a certain mm, Like, I can't funny. wait to tell them. That's I kind of so like giving concert advice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sure. venue, kind of show, what to bring, what they probably won't let you bring, how to hide your dope, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to give, I like that, I like concert advice. What do you like to give? I like to give career advice. I like, I like to give <laughs> navigating work advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, I'm happy to share parenting advice, whether or not it's any fucking good, like remains to be seen. But books, I like to give book advice. Um, I mean, they might be called recommendations, but I'm advising you to buy this or read this book. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know that I have like, do it. Yeah, I don't know um, that I have a niche anymore. Like I used to have a niche. Like, I feel like if you would ask me this five years ago, I would have had a much more like, eh. this is the thing I do answer. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with for good answers. Yeah. They feel, they feel generic, right? Like I can't tell somebody how to hide your dope at work. You know, like that's just, well, I mean, I'm sure I don't wrapped have up any a tinfoil in your shoe new ideas i mean <laughs> kids, kids be, those kids be doing some crazy stuff mm. nowadays right they were doing some wacky things like i've never put like a joint in my butt crack but you know nobody wants to smoke that afterwards it'll probably make container i mean, have nothing in my butt like in my butt crack yeah but we know it's sweaty in there we know it's hot it you're sweaty <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what it's it is it is hot you know Ain't no way I'm going to a festival without <laughs> some ass that you are correct. <laughs> that that actually makes sense. You know what? More for me. You can't have any of my uh, my cheek, Jay. I don't want your butt weed. I don't want your butt weed. Well, you're missing out. You are missing out. And I'm not going to give that advice on the podcast. Again, I don't. It doesn't even matter anymore. Nobody <laughs> cares. No one cares. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you're telling me to get my three-foot bong in. Maybe that's the thing. <laughs> Come up with some elaborate plan. Involves like a hollowed-out wooden leg. Listen, they have to let you inside. Just don't go too fast or you break it. Anywho. Now, I also like to give television advice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, TV advice is a big one for me as well. <laughs> I'm going to pull it together here in a minute. I did not expect it's. I didn't expect buttweed to be such a. I, you, you know, know what? I it's hope, so funny. I hope somehow buttweed, assgrass, something makes its way into the title. Of I mean, assgrass, assgrass ass is pretty good. Yeah, that's a bumper sticker. Y'all want some bumper stickers? Assgrass. I actually had the assgrass or grass. No one writes for free bumper sticker on my car in high school because I was. Cool as fuck. I was to say, unsurprised. I'm, I <laughs> color me unsurprised. Shocked at your choice of vehicle decor. Um, I would advise you to go ahead and put bumper stickers on your car if you want mm. to. Don't let anyone tell you not to ruin your car. I believe that you spend a lot of time in your vehicle and you should just fucking enjoy it. My first car was like all bumper sticker. And I, I am sad that I'm no longer a bumper sticker person. And you know what? Maybe we should be again. Because now I put my stickers on my computer. My computer is tight. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, yeah. maybe fuck it. Maybe we just go back to bumper maybe, stickers. I don't know. I'd be hanging cute stuff in my mirror. and like, Ugh, I don't want to ruin my car. Stop oh, it. Stop you you it. get the bumper sticker. Live, right? guys. That, get the bumper sticker. That is good advice. Mm-hmm. Live in your item don't just like keep it pristine and preserve it like enjoy totally. the things that you own that that is excellent advice enjoy the things that you own yeah i grew up with a lot of no-no rooms i was thinking about this recently but i do believe like you buy a couch like look live on the couch sit on the couch yeah you have, you have a pet that pet put the pet on the freaking couch yeah you know don't Why have bother? a room you can't use if something gets on the couch that's okay that's what you know 
the fine. It's like that's what Scotch Guard is for. There, that's what happens there. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I always disliked the no no rooms, the rooms that had like the fancy furniture in them and like the giant lamps and like the carpet was all vacuumed the mm-hmm. right way so they knew if your ass was in there because you made mm-hmm. little footprints in their perfect vacuum and i was like that is what a waste of square footage waste of square footage <laughs> absolutely people people had too much room and not enough fun <laughs> not enough fun right let me hang out in there and make a mess or like what's the point mm-hmm. yeah use your shit otherwise give it to somebody else who's gonna use, use it. use your shit right if you're not using your shit then maybe downsize your shit right mm-hmm. that's good advice yeah. it's good for the planet mm-hmm but not by throwing it away. Reuse. No, sharing it. Don't Give it to somebody who's going to use it. Totally. Yeah. Um, Noodle, I think you should, uh, what do you think is important? What kind of advice do we think is uh, like the kind of stuff that moments in your life when you need advice, like. Get it in writing. That's, that's yeah. That's good. Get it in writing is holistic, mm-hmm. applies in every single situation. It really does. And it follows you into true business. Yep. Yeah. No, can you just lay that out for me? Thanks. Yeah. It works for business. It works for like, we have plans with our friends, text the detail. It works with mm-hmm. everything, everything, mm-hmm. write a list, write a, whatever it is, get it in writing. Just right. <laughs> so then there's right. no confusion. Yeah, I do. I do uh, appreciate the, I do. I do appreciate the avoidance of like having to do things a gajillion times. Don't make mm-hmm. me why we don't have to communicate about it four times. Cause you already gave me the information. Get it ready. I can copy and paste yeah. it and send it to you. Again. Right. right. I will. It I will, will continually be available. Right. It, it <laughs> I can will be always do that email. Uh, oh, uh, I'm but attaching yeah. an email to an email. Mm. Oh, I know that makes me so happy. <laughs> so happy. Um, what about like, important advice that you kind of wish someone had asked, like come to you for. Mm. 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 Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that I think to myself, <laughs> Oh, you should have asked me about that. But the problem <laughs> is you can't, you can't really say that to somebody if they haven't asked you for advice and then they're on the other end of it. And they think, then they say, Oh shit, what could I have done different? You can't then say to somebody, well, you should have asked me. Right. Well, you know, you know. nobody feels good. And then it feels like criticism, right? Like there's that fine line right. of, okay. And then I think that you have to like approach it in that idea of, well, what would you have, what would you have done differently if you could do it again and kind of help somebody advise themselves? Because if it's an actor, the fact right. that's where, that's where the ugly, like, well, right. Because you've also, you've been thinking about how you could possibly help somebody, but kept it to yourself. And that becomes right. a whole nother situation. And that's not better. Yeah. If, yeah if, somebody, better. if somebody's in a relationship and they, or they break up or they don't break up and then you tell them that you hate their partner and they don't break up, it's awkward. Or you tell them after the fact that, that you hate their partner and they're like, well, why didn't you tell me? And the answer is, you know, uh, you wouldn't have believed me. It would have damaged our friendship. You know, whatever, whatever the answers are, there's, you know, right. there's a lot of situations where you're just like, I can't. Unless you specifically have come to me and asked me what I think. And even then, it's, it's tough. It's it's tough. Yeah. yeah. After the fact, advice is hard. You have to say to yeah. them, well, what do you think? And what if this had happened instead? How would you have? And there's, there's almost no way to 
at that point, even, you know, think about it because now you're, you're, you have knowledge in your brain that you can't help, but you know, the person who's asking, well, what would you have told me to do? What would you have recommended? Mm -hmm. Don't ask because now the whole universe has been tainted by the experiences and the things that have happened on the timeline since you did not do that thing. Right. And then that person feels criticized because you're like, well, I would have handled it this way. Right. Right. And they're like, well, fuck you. Right. So, We've all got the hindsight to be like, so there's that advice was too. Right. Yeah. What I was thinking was right. Cause look how it, right. Right. There's that idea of like, know when it is appropriate to actually give that advice. Now, do you have people in your life, be it friends or family that are at the point of like, I'm just going to give you advice. And oh, for sure. Take it, bitch. Yeah, absolutely. And some of them are better relationships than others. Some of them. I like the idea of saying, are we like looking for advice or you just wanted to vent about it? Right. I I think that's an an important caveat into it. Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what type of conversation do you want to have? I think that that's not that in itself is great advice. Don't assume what someone wants when they start to speak to you about something. Mm -hmm. Let them identify it and if they don't then ask yep yeah and if i like vehemently disagree with the choice that they're making i will say i hear what you're saying i understand what you're saying i support your decisions but have you considered like just there are definitely like relationships that i feel survive those moments right and like maybe it's awkward for 15 minutes and then you move on you know but Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, and it's always time. Sometimes it's time, right? Like you have friends or, or friends that you've had for 30 years, maybe. Um, you maybe don't think about it before you're like, uh, you crazy. Um, but you know, that doesn't mean that there's someone you mean you've just met where you have such a a close vibe that you think you're picking up on it. So that's, yeah, that's interesting. But I like, I like the idea of giving the receiver the opportunity to say, no, I'm not interested in any advice, but thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in support, mm-hmm. not advice. Yeah. I like that. I like the space. Mm-hmm. I like the space a lot. I think, you know, there are definitely things um, with family, maybe where, you know, you're not as close and you kind of see that, oh, someone else figured something out together. It's like, oh, but I, I could have helped maybe I could have like, maybe I'm far away or maybe, you know, like I just seem so busy. So like, but I could have, I could have helped. Now, how do you, do you, do you, would you step in, into that and say to someone in that scenario, I really wish you had asked me no. just because I love you and I want to be included in your decision-making process when you feel like you need help. No. no. Yeah. Again, five years ago, I might have had a very different conversation about that. But at this stage in my life, I'm not looking right. for anybody's emotional or mental burdens. If, if you come to me, I will, I will add the weight, but I'm not looking to pick up weight mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good answer. The good answer if someone like needs to respond with, but doesn't know how to put that into work. That's mm-hmm. Very uh, simple. What what is what's an example of a situation that you wish somebody had come to you for advice for? You know, I think it's I have sisters. I didn't grow up in the house with them, 
So there's definitely like a whole dynamic of little sister coming to big sister, just that kind of a, that I really wasn't a part of, at least not until really until we became older, Mm -hmm. which is nice. But yeah, there's that whole, which I guess probably offers up a lot of situations of just like seeing enough of what's going on to just offer up advice, which is probably Mm -hmm. nice as well. Actually, you should do it this way. Actually, if you don't (laughs) like this, that'll work. Um, Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just want to like tell someone what to do. I don't know. That could totally be it. As as the big sister, you feel like you should be the person they come to more than they do. I, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. At least for that, even like little stuff, you know, day to day kind of. Mm -hmm. I lost my homework. What do I do? That kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, that's probably it. There was one time work related where someone asked everybody in the office for like uh, a reference for like applying to some like master's program or something. And I wasn't asked and I was offended. I think that's a reasonable thing to get offended about. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Little do they know Truthfully, what glowing references you write. That's true. Um, I, uh, I actually, I, I really mm-hmm. wasn't personal. It was totally because I was just busy. Mm-hmm. But that, that absolutely immediately gave that reaction. Um, which is interesting because we were talking about what makes us so defensive and that's like the opposite of it. I was just yeah, thinking that that somebody not asking you for advice feels like a criticism. Right. Like it's a criticism in itself. Yeah. You don't think I have my shit together? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm. You don't even know what I get. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I wonder, I wonder what that is. Do you think that, I wonder how much of it has to do with school and, and the whole process of teaching and how advice an example, like for example, talking about a paper you wrote or something, can is, is so intertwined with criticism, especially because you are then graded on it. Mm. I wonder if the two kind of if those things get merged together at a young point in our society. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. you're constantly being judged on your knowledge, right? How, how you eager, do things, how eager or not eager are you to share? Mm-hmm. or to go mm-hmm. looking for more, which is to admit, I don't know this thing. I'm, I have a weakness and I need somebody's assistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. C plus, C plus, solid. C plus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, just slightly above average. Solid C. And you know what? And now we're all grown ups. We're like, that's good. Mm-hmm. Good enough. That's good enough. fine. Yeah. That if, if, I, if I can get a B minus day, like I feel fine about it. I mean, when, when is advice straight up criticism? Like where, where's the, the tipping point? I find it constantly in, in parenting groups that advice is very critical. You're doing it mm-hmm. wrong. You are damaging your child. Your right. child is going to need so much therapy. Your child I, is going I, to grow up underfed and short stunted from this and that and the other make them eat this don't let them eat that there's a lot of that that sounds exhausting it sucks coming is it coming from the critical or is it coming from me um i actually want to give you advice because i 
quote unquote, know better because my kid is two weeks older than yours. Um, I mean, I, I think it's it's a very self-righteous type thing. I'm doing it mm-hmm. right. You're doing it wrong. Uh, and by me telling you that you're doing wrong, it makes me feel like my kid's going to do better than they are currently. So it's, it's like a lot of things. It's a very competitive. It's competitive. But then the ones that always crack me up are the like, I'm really just worried about the safety of your child. Like if my kid eats goldfish exclusively breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that's fine. Cause guess what? He's eating. Right. So people, and I think a very specific version of this, um, is somebody posted in one of my mommy's group. Oh my God, my kid only eats this meal plan. They eat a waffle for breakfast. They eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch and like, whatever snack and sometimes pasta for dinner. And I don't know what to do. It's making me crazy. And I thought my kid is the exact same meal plan. And I thought we were doing great right. um, because he's eating four different things. Like, look at all this food he's eating. And I thought that was very funny. Um, that is very that, funny because it's so perspective. Yes. They, they were criticizing themselves saying, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. And I was, my advice would have been, Let's right. feed him whatever he's going to eat. Your kid's eating those four things. That's great. Well done, you. So, yeah. I thought it was a very funny moment. And I was like, oh. Mm. So advice to criticism and self-criticism is absolutely a perspective situation. Yeah, and it, it seems to be a constant, um, like that gauge is constantly moving. Makes me think of like mm-hmm. an old school you know floating Metronome. gas tank that Metronome. used to have the like the gas gauge that would like move the whole <laughs> like if the tank moved the gas thing moved like everything kind of jostled around on the top of the water and that was an old lady reference and uh i think it's charming yeah you know what why not <laughs> right? why not mm-hmm. do you think um how much of the defensiveness with criticism, which then of course makes you not as open to hearing it, which makes people less open to, to trying new things and changing up the way they do things. How much of that do you think is entwined into like our, like American culture, let's say, and how much of that comes from the, let's just say European religious colonizer like let us show you how to do it you're doing it wrong Mm. this is how you do it Mm. does that vibe have something to do with like where we sit with it i mean i don't see why i wouldn't i don't see why it does seem to be right the problems it feels feels like a little a a little dash of religious superiority a little a little a little whiff of white supremacy a little, uh, a little sprinkling of this is how it's always been done, and so this is the right way. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't see why that wouldn't shape us. Right. Yeah. In a way that is I mean, unfortunate. I, right. I add into that the I'm guilty, the guilt mm. for not doing it right the first time. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. That's probably heavily capped. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Ten Commandments as advice for living. Right. Right. And if you're not doing those things, you're getting criticized. So that could be, that could be a good. Yeah. With a a devil sticking your Mm -hmm. ass. 
Yep. That's some, that is some criticism. And maybe mm. that like black and white, right or wrong, no middle ground of, look, dude, you're either succeeding or failing. Failing, mm. there's no in-between is why we get so like, why we're so not open to yeah. receiving kind, like actual. <sighs> right. Either nice you're thing. validating me or you're criticizing me. Right. Right. Mm. Damn. So I think let's everybody find a way to fix the school systems. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with the American public school systems because they will probably be more willing to take our brochures that we printed up at home. Um, <laughs> and we'll just start there. We'll just start there. We'll start it at the root. We'll fix all the kids. Um, I, I think we should actually, uh, let's, let's take a little veer. Let's veer into a political minute. A little Wait, political on, I'm going to ask, I want to ask you one more question. Like what is your like best holistic advice? Like if somebody was like, advise me of something, not about anything in particular, like your, like in the same way that my idea is get it in writing. Like what is your. Damn. What is my overall. Never convince yourself that you would react anyway in any situation you have not been in because you're probably wrong. Doesn't matter Yay. how much you think you know yourself until you're actually in a situation, you really can't say what you would or would not do. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That is good, generic, Thank but you. very specific advice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you. Uh, I was going to say drink more water. Always. Well, you know what, though? You can't drink too much. Because, you know, if you find you're peeing about 10 times a day, that's actually probably a bit too much. Might be drinking too much water. Just in case anyone out there was wondering. See, you've got it all laid out. See, that's the the advice. Get the thing that measures it for you. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to keep track of your fucking water. Mm. Uh Damn don't assume you're going to react anyway in any given circumstance that you haven't been in yet. Is is that like like that is a mind blowing statement? You know what? Well, let's just you know what it's over. Show's over. Right? Let's just we end could, on that. Right? We let's could. just walk away Jeez. because you're like, damn. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't. You just don't know. And the way you think you're going to react in this situation is so incredibly molded by all of the shit around you that you, maybe you believe, maybe you don't believe it's the way you were raised. It's in your face. It's, you know, you don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I am. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I am boom, stuck boom. in that moment. I, Mind I am not. I am not reacting to this advice the way I would have expected to react to this advice. <laughs> and you know what, though? That one too long for a bumper sticker, probably. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not catchy. Not catchy, but... No, it doesn't have a ring to it. Can't make a <laughs> jingle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. Speaking of bumper stickers, I think that's a good transition. Is that it? Is that it? Because politics... Politics Politics. have have bumper, have bumper stickers, right? Put your name, put your date, whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, Political minute. Political minute. Gavin Newsom recall. First of all, it's fucking bullshit. Like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is actually going to happen. What a giant fat waste of taxpayer money. Recall election date is September 14th. If you live in California, please write that down. 
plan to vote. It is a two-part voting. Question one, should he be recalled or not? The answer is he should not. That's good advice. Question two, if you think he should be recalled, who should he be replaced by? During the Gray Davis, I think his name was Gray Davis, 130 people were on the ballot. 130 people. And so it goes to whoever of those, however many people, gets the most votes. Just like whoever, if, if the number of people that vote yes for the recall is, I think it's like 59% vote yes, then whoever of those 130 gets the most votes, they could win. So they could win with 2% of the vote if everybody else only has 1% of the vote. So that's something to consider, which is upsetting as a statement. Um, Due to a filing error, Newsom cannot declare himself a Democrat on the ballot. Like, but if you don't, yeah, his like clerk fucked something up. He had to sue his own secretary of state to try and get it changed. And the secretary of state was like, no, sorry, guy. But honestly, like, if you don't know Gavin Newsom's a Democrat, like, Please don't vote anyway. Please stay home. <laughs> stay home. Yeah. So it's um it's I, I'm trying to figure out what the percentage is that like is the like yes or no on the passing. Um, but either way, like no, Gavin Newsom should not be recalled. It's now, silly. Can I ask you for yeah. a this is totally on the spot, but for yeah. a Simple summary of why people believe he should be recalled. Oh, because he shut down the state and tried to save a bunch of people's lives. That's why. I mean, that is the 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 basis for the. Yeah, that's 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 what they're making the argument on that the idea that like Mm -hmm. he was too restrictive uh, for California and like mind control, wake up sheeple stuff. Like, shut the fuck up. Um, Who do we think is is the concern if this? So there are four prominent Republicans who are running. Um, Former San Diego mayor, Kevin Falconer, uh, who is like close ties with House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, which, you know, he's going to get some money. Businessman John Cox, who is all about like real estate. He's run for office a couple of times unsuccessfully. Um, in the last contest, he put, he spent $5.7 million of his own money and lost by a historic margin to Newsom. Newsom won with 62% of the vote, which is, like, unheard of. Um, so he seems fun. Caitlyn Jenner, uh, who is loathed by everyone. Um, yeah. yeah. Caitlyn Jenner, who Republicans hate her, you know, because she's transgender. Democrats hate her because she is still a Republican and like is aggressively anti all of the things that would enable other transgender people to like have any sort of motive from the happiness. So she's a big fat hypocrite. However, what we are not going to do is misgender her under any circumstances. Right. And then the fourth big one is rep. Uh, for I'm sorry, former rep Doug Oose, um, who represented Sacramento for a while, like whatever. He's got a little bit of name recognition, even though it's not that much because I 
can't pronounce his name. And then there's like nonsense. There's a lot of nonsense on assemblymen and board of equalization from mm-hmm. talk show hosts. Angeline. Angeline is running. Why not? Oh, uh, former par- porn star Mary Carey, who I think also ran in the Gray Davis um, redo. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Angeline, cool. Uh, and there's, there is a big problem in that there are no Democrats on this recall list. I mean, now that is that because of they're not agreeing with, right. They are right. They are not agreeing with the idea of the recall and nobody wants to essentially like run against Gavin Newsom. However, if the recall passes, we're now set with a slate of fucking morons and they're all mm-hmm. Republicans. So there's been some talk about Tom Steyer. Uh, there's been some talk about uh, Viragosa. And you have the option here to put your name on that ballot and be the savior of the Democratic Party if you win that ballot and Newsom is recalled or you're a pariah because you ran against right. a very successful Democratic governor. So it's a fun moment. It's going to cost the taxpayers a boatload of money. Um, so I would like to reiterate, please vote on September. Now I September 14th. Let's just confirm that date. I'm going to probably mention it more times. Uh, and vote no on the recall because it's stupid. Gavin Newsom's been doing a fine job. September 14th. That's my political that message. Is, that is um, tiring. It's tiring. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the whole system is tiring, right? The whole, uh, the, the constant talking and nothing happening is, is tiring and tiresome. Um, and I'm really glad I just got that updated information from you and not from a source that would make me like mad about it. Like this is more <laughs> just like, let me learn, man. So we hope, I hope you guys learned too. Yes. Right? I hope everybody learned. So we have... Before we do, um, do we have any uh, plugs? Any anything you want to say is going on? Uh, uh, issue two of Rad Mag. Oh, thank you. Issue summer issues out. Whoop, whoop. Uh, spring, summer. They're both available at candypresents.com. There's uh, there's some poetry in there. There's some political stuff. There's some silly fun stuff. Bunch of cute doodles. Yeah. So that's fun. Stickers that's in the mail. Read. Yeah, yeah. That's always fun mail's nice because we get a lot of crap, you know? So fun mail, real nice. And as someone who is really, really encouraging people to reuse these uh, printed copies, to do something with them that makes that, gives them at least second life. Um, if you order some and you do something, you know, you line your birdcage with it, send me pictures. I want to see if you order a copy and it ends up like at the bottom of your hamster cage or if you use it to like pack pack something you send out to somebody, tear it up, sprinkle it into little balls. You can make it into a hat, little origami birds, whatever. Send me pictures. It's cute. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Anything else? Do we have any other plugs? Other than like, listen to our show, guys. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> Always hit up a grab bag. Um, I kind of want to like, what what did what's our final advice like to people? I have be kind, you know. Mm, that's a good one. That's Wear your fucking mask, still, guys. Wear your mask. Be careful out there. The 
Delta variant is is not to be taken lightly. I know that that's a bummer again, but live your life, but don't uh, don't think that it's over. Yeah, it's not over. Yeah. We do that. People, we do that. We get, um, we get ahead of ourselves. You know, I, I do it all the time when I'm in pain or something hurts and I know it's going to take a few days to heal and I start to feel better. And then I'm like running around the house, hopping all over the place because it wasn't over. It wasn't yeah. over. I just got excited. You know? Good metaphor. Good metaphor. Thanks. Thank you. I mean, I got old knees. So I figure maybe some other people can relate. Um, Everybody who who, uh, wrote in, uh, Sarah and our friends, thank you so much for responding to our stuff. Uh, Our questions on the internet. Advice, keep interacting with each other. Never stop learning stuff. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Anything else? Yeah, that's good. I like it. That's, that's good. good. That's good. Uh, let us know what you think. You can always find us at uh, Instagram, which is uh, at Own Podcast. You can DM us there. You can comment on our stuff. You can send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Noodle, where can people find you on the internet? On Instagram at, at Noodling Around. It is currently a lot of pictures of dinosaur art that I've created. And by art, I mean like I have mushed together things and they vaguely resemble a dinosaur. Um, Books and My Baby, which is a collection of pictures of my kid and the book that I'm currently reading to him. It used to have books that I was reading. There's a dearth of them currently. It's just him and books and children's books. And I, uh, I've been reading some good ones with him. So check them out. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the good and also you can find us at Rad Mag. You can find candy at Rad Mag. Rad Mag's a good one. Yeah. 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 Look up uh, the Red Mag at Candy Presents uh, and on Instagram at the I believe it's at the underscore Rad Mag. I don't know. Find Candy Presents. That's candy with an eye. <laughs> and you'll see links, etc. to uh, to the Rad Mag. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope we uh, gave you some good advice. And if you don't want it, ignore it. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Take it or leave it. We love you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.